Hey, good morning and welcome to the Fantasy Blink, a fantasy sports podcast. I am Brian Baines and I am your host. It is Thursday, May 18, episode number 641. Yes, I know, it's been a while. Uh, Yeah, looking at my notes, May 5th was the last episode. Not really keeping up, keeping on top of things, but, uh, you know, it's sometimes it's hard. It's hard to uh, stay on a daily podcast track. Uh, you know, we'll probably get back to that during football season, I suppose. Could be a good time to uh, start hitting it up daily. It seems like there's so much more to cover, so much more interest uh, during football season. Uh, it's funny, though, because this is uh, you know, one of the best sports times of the year. The only thing we don't have going right now is is football so although football tends to dominate um, the the airwaves no matter what time of year it is even if we have uh, the NBA playoffs going on the NHL playoffs going on we've got you know we're hot into the to the baseball season we're rolling but uh, yeah it's it it's it's football all year round now and it seems to seems to drive the uh, sports talk uh, more than any of the others, but um, yeah, just life's busy, uh, things going on always, and you know it's uh, coming up with with uh, big ideas to talk about each and every day uh, gets a little more challenging. Not not so much m- maybe even coming up with the ideas, but sitting down and writing all of those things out. Um, can't just really uh i've tried it before uh try to just jump on with uh no real plan written down or uh <laughs> ready to go doesn't work out very well you end up with a lot of uhs and ums so i try to keep it try to keep it organized i try to stay on top of it try to give uh myself something very clear concise to talk about and uh keep it moving along so um these podcasts don't get into the 45-minute uh, range, which they can do really quickly if uh, if you don't really have a plan. So, uh, yeah, so sitting down uh, each night and uh, firing through all of those ideas and getting them down uh, on paper uh, so I can have that to, to refer to is not always, not always ideal. Uh, you know, this time of year, there's just a lot of stuff going on. So, uh, once every week is the goal to try to get in here, but uh, sometimes it's going to be every two weeks or maybe every three weeks. Uh, who knows what the summer will bring? Gets even uh, busier during that time. So I'll do my best. Try to try to get in here, keep everybody up to date, what's going on in life and uh, what's going on in sports. So uh, NBA playoffs we have reached the conference finals uh one game in the books for each we have uh the the denver nuggets taking game one against the los angeles lakers come on nuggets you can do this anyone but the lakers that's all i care about now i'm not that concerned or that interested in uh the rest of what's going on in there just and i and i don't even necessarily like denver uh per se but uh, I really, really 
don't want to see the Lakers go any further. They've uh, they've they've gone far enough. You know, it's a great story. Good. Let's let's call it at this one. And then uh, Miami, Miami just keeps doing it. Uh, they get get one on the road last night. Jimmy Butler, thirty five points. Uh, Eric Spolstra just keeps uh, motivating this group, figuring out uh, the X's and O's, and they keep on winning. So they steal home court advantage away from the Celtics. Not necessarily that big of a deal. The Celtics are used to this. Uh, they, uh, I'm not sure if they've won a game one in any of the series yet. So um, they'll probably be fine. Uh, probably going to be a seven-game series. I wouldn't be surprised if uh, both of these didn't go seven games. <clears throat> but, uh, yeah. So Miami with the lead, 1-0. Denver with the lead, 1-0. Uh, the Lakers and Denver go at it again tonight. NHL playoffs, we kick that off tonight. Oh, oh, oh also, NBA, by the way, uh, the Spurs are the big winners. They uh, land the number one pick in the lottery on Tuesday. God, stinking Blazers just can't catch a break. They end up number three. But, uh, yeah, Victor. Victor heading towards the Spurs um, to start help rebuilding that franchise. Yeah, so nice nice landing there. Uh, NHL playoffs, they kick off tonight. Florida versus Carolina. Number eight seed. Let's see if they can keep this thing going. Uh, and then we'll have Dallas. Uh, at Las Vegas tomorrow night uh, to kick off that series. We are in, uh, of course, conference finals there. And the big winners, the NHL winners of the Connor Bedard uh, sweepsta sweepstakes uh, were the Chicago Blackhawks. And again, stinking Sharks can't catch a break either. They end up uh, with the fourth pick overall. So that's how the NHL and NBA shook up. And the shakedown went, and we'll uh, yeah we'll have more coverage on that as uh, you know next week we'll be deep into these uh, conference finals uh, if I can get back in here. Major League Baseball, you know things to talk about there. Uh, division leaders at this point in the season, what are we uh, 30 games in or so somewhere in there? 30 actually maybe maybe more 40 games in. I feel like the Red Sox are. 24 and 21 or something like that. So, uh, yeah, over 40 games in. Tampa Bay leading it in the AL East. Uh, that that division's a mess. There's uh, all all good teams in that division. They'll be fighting it out all year long. Uh, Minnesota leading uh, the Central. Texas leading the West. A little bit of a surprise there, uh, but Texas did a lot to uh, make their team better during the offseason so far. It is paying off. Atlanta leading the NL East. Milwaukee uh, holding holding down the uh, Central and the Dodgers. Yep, same old Dodgers. Doesn't matter what they do. Uh, no pressure on these guys. They're kind of, you know, they're playing with house money this year. Kind of let some guys go. I I, <clears throat> I honestly believe they are the reason they let some guys wander away in free agency is uh, they are setting themselves up for the Otani sweepstakes that will be coming, I think, before the end of this year, probably before the trade deadline. Uh, not likely to re-sign with the Angels as they are struggling yet again. Um, and the Dodgers probably, as far as their farm system is set up, 
probably have the most talent that they could throw um, throw at the Angels to try to get that done. So I think they were clearing out space. And look at that. They're in first place. Uh, San Diego sitting, I believe, in third place as we speak now. The pressure's going to start mounting there in San Diego. Same thing with the Mets. They're struggling. Uh, got a nice comeback win last night, but... Uh, yeah, with all the uh, the money that went into these two franchises uh, to try to make a big push, uh, lots and lots of pressure mounting as the season gets deeper and they uh, stay where they're at, which is not where uh, ownership wants them to be. So keep an eye on that one. Uh, okay, let's uh, let, enough with the other sports. Let's get get into football. That's what we talk about most of the time. I covered half of the draft um, with the, in the last podcast a couple weeks ago, so we'll hit the, the rest of the teams. We're going to cover the AFC South and the AFC East, followed by the NFC South and the NFC East, and then we'll get into some uh, fifth-year option talk real quick to cover those, those teams. Uh, Houston. So starting with the AFC South, Houston, of course, um, with their number one pick, which was the number two overall. They take C.J. Stroud, quarterback out of Ohio State, and then they turned around and made a quick trade with Arizona. Picked up defense there, but uh, we're mostly just covering um, offense in this one as it pertains to fantasy football, not uh, necessarily real football, but Houston had a good draft. Uh, In the third round, they take Nathaniel Dell, wide receiver. Um, Could work his way into a role. He's got the draft capital to do it. I don't know a whole lot about him. And then uh, uh, with their, with a sixth-round pick, they ended up taking um, Xavier Hutchinson, also a wide receiver. Uh, Indianapolis, <clears throat> uh, also out of the south, they, uh, they with the number three overall pick, take Anthony Richardson, quarterback, out of Florida. And they, yeah, so we'll see. I still, I don't know, I still feel like uh, Gardner Minshew has the inside track to maybe starting uh, out the season. But the more you hear, the more uh, they talk about it, uh, Richardson could could work his way into that starting role very quickly. They took a wide receiver also in the third round. Josh Downs could have. Uh, and uh, uh, you know, pretty early role there. Pierce Campbell is now off the roster, so it's just Alec Pierce, uh, Michael Pittman Jr., uh, and Josh Downs could could work his way into the slot um, as a third round pick. There they took uh, tight end Will Mallory. This draft is just loaded with tight ends, man. We'll, and we'll see as we as I'm highlighting all the teams that uh, drafted just in this half. Um, God, a lot of tight ends. Will Mallory, tight end, taken in the fifth round. And then uh, Evan Hull, also in the fifth round, a running back. So a little more running back depth. Probably not guys that um, will have much of a role, but um, depth nonetheless. Jacksonville comes in next. <clears throat> they had a uh, they took a tight end as well. Brenton Strange a tight end. I'm not sure where he's from, who he was, but they took him in the second round. Uh, they take a third-round pick, Tank Bigsby, running back. Keep an eye on this one. Uh, he could 
uh, carve out uh, a pretty sizable role. You know, it's gonna gonna tell us a lot about Travis Etienne, what the team feels, how, how the team feels about him. Um, maybe as a goal line back, Tank is a little bit bigger back. Uh, he could be more the goal, goal line guy, and and third round capital is pretty pretty um, significant. So he could have a he could have an actual fantasy role. Definitely a guy that's going, that's being drafted in um, in dynasty rookie drafts for sure. Uh, sixth round, they took Parker Washington, wide receiver. Uh, don't see uh, him having an, an, an instant role. They've got a lot of a lot of depth there in uh, the wide receiver core in Jacksonville, Tennessee. Uh, they take quarterback Will Levis uh, with their second round pick, uh, pretty early. I think they traded up for this one. Uh, Took him pretty early in the second round, so um, writing could be on the wall um, for Ryan Tannehill as uh, I believe this is the last year on his current contract coming up. So uh, keep an eye on Levis, uh, what, the, what the word is out of Tennessee and how he's uh, adapting to the system there, whether he can be the heir apparent. Uh, doesn't sound like Malik Willis is going to be that. In fact, uh, rumors were abound this week that uh, he may not even be able to hang on to a roster spot uh, with that team. Depending on how Levis looks, um, probably not going to carry three guys. T the third round pick for the Tennessee Titans, Tajay Spears, running back. Um, a lot of uh, talk after the draft about uh, possible knee a knee situation there that could be they compare it a little bit to Todd Gurley so I think you know uh, certainly is is going to be drafted in rookie drafts and could be in line for work behind Derrick Henry especially if there are any injuries or anything as uh, Derrick Henry heads into his year 29 season and you'll want to get uh, you want to get as much out of Spears as you can early I guess because uh, Todd Gurley was spectacular for about three years, and then uh, then the knee gave, and then he was gone just like that. So, um, you know, maybe Spears is that type of guy. They took a, a, a Titans took a tight end in the fifth round, Josh Wiley, and a let's see, they took a wide receiver, I believe, Colton Dowell in the seventh round. So uh, that uh, rounds up the AFC South, the AFC East. Starting with the Buffalo Bills, they take with their first-round pick, Dalton Kincaid, tight end out of Utah. Uh, a lot of, lot of chatter about Kincaid. Not really uh, your your typical inline tight end blocking style. Uh, talk that maybe he could end up uh, as more of a slot, a slot receiver type, a big, big slot receiver type. Could have a could have an early role here. Um, but we'll see. Um, tight ends typically are not uh, fast to jump in and have an impact, uh, especially in their rookie season. So <clears throat> he's going to be drafted and going to be drafted pretty high in in uh, dynasty rookie drafts, but uh, might have to wait a bit. And then uh, Justin Shorter, Justin Shorter, uh, the Buffalo Bills took, and I don't didn't make a note on wide receiver or running back or what exactly he was. I'm 
guessing maybe a wide receiver. Fifth rounder. Fifth rounder probably not going to have much of a role this year. Miami uh, didn't have a lot of running back or a lot of didn't have a lot of draft picks, but uh, with the couple they did, they took offensive guys. They took uh, uh, Devin Achain, a tiny little running back uh, in the third round, faster than lightning. So uh, we'll see what kind of a role they can carve out for him, how they want to use him. Uh, but could be spectacular to watch. Just a matter of how many how many touches they can get um, the chain in the offense, um, especially with a loaded running back room already. And they took uh, a wide receiver in the sixth round, Elijah Higgins, uh, maybe a future guy, but not somebody that's going to have any kind of a serious role this year, I wouldn't think. New England, uh, they take, yeah. Uh, not a lot of offense here. They, uh, in the sixth round, take Kayshawn Booty. Boute. I'm not sure how he says that. He's a wide receiver. And then also uh, Demario Douglas. Uh, again, <laughs> I didn't do a great job of writing down positions on some of these guys. It must have been late. must have been tired. Um, but uh, I'm guessing wide receiver as well on Demario Douglas. All, two sixth rounders, so probably not guys that are set up to make a uh, real big impact immediately. New York Jets rounding out the AFC East in the fifth round took Israel Abanaconda, uh, running back out of uh, Penn no, Pitt. He was out of Pitt. Um, you know, could carve out a little bit of a role if um, if Brees Hall is slow to get back from uh, the ACL surgery. All all indications are he's doing pretty good. So. Um, you know, a Bonaconda could, you know, fight for a spot to try to knock out, um, you know, Michael, uh, oh, what's his name? You know, that uh, third string running back that uh, catches balls every once in a while. You know who I'm talking about. And then uh, in the seventh round, the Jets took Zach Kuntz, uh, a tight end. Wouldn't, wouldn't assume that uh, he would have much of a role fantasy-wise in his first season with the Jets, especially as a seventh-round pick. Moving to the NFC. The NFC South, at the Atlanta Falcons only took one offensive guy, but uh, he was a big one, uh, Bijan Robinson. They take him with the eighth pick overall in the first round. Uh, should have an instant role, should be... Uh, considered and is being drafted as a RB one even in redraft leagues, um, you know, top a top ten guy uh, just on uh, assumed workload alone. He can catch the ball, he can run the ball, uh, he can do it all. And the consensus number one overall pick in uh, all dynasty rookie drafts. So. Uh, Bijan Bijan goes to uh, the Atlanta Falcons, Carolina, with their number one pick uh, the, and the number one overall pick. They took uh, Bryce Young out of uh, Alabama as their quarterback of the future in the first round. Then they take Jonathan Mingo uh, in the second round. Here's a here's a wide receiver that could have an instant role. They just don't have a lot of depth there. Um, You've got uh, Thielen hanging around there, and uh, you know a couple couple other guys that have been uh, hanging around the depth chart, but not uh, not making any consistent 
contributions to that offense. So, uh, yeah, Mingo could actually step in and have uh, an, an instant role, probably as looking at maybe a wide receiver, the wide receiver two in that offense, quite possibly. New Orleans, uh, they take Kendry Miller in the third round, running back, uh, another guy that could have uh, a role instantly there. Uh, we're waiting to see uh, Alvin Kamara and how things shake out with his um, court cases coming up. So, yeah, Kendry, Kendry Miller could, could have an instant role, could be uh, somebody to have an impact pretty early in the season. Then you got Jake Hayner. Uh, they took in the fourth round as a uh, quarterback. And just add him to the depth chart. You know, he's not, he's not challenging anybody for the starting job. Sixth round, they took A.T. Perry, uh, a wide receiver, uh, to add to that core. Tampa Bay, rounding out the NFC South, they take, uh, in the fifth round, they take Payne Durham, another tight end. Uh, and then in the sixth round, take Trey Palmer, a uh, wide receiver. So not, not guys that you would assume would uh, have instant fantasy-relevant roles. For the team, uh, NFC East. Uh, Dallas Cowboys didn't take an offensive player until the sixth round, and that's uh, that was when they took Deuce Vaughn, running back. I think he's like five foot one, <clears throat> under two hundred pounds for sure. Uh, quick little guy, but uh, again, how, not sure how you find a find a role. Maybe special teamer or something like that. Change of pace. Try to get him out, out in open space if they if they use him at all. Uh, and then in the seventh round, they took Jalen Brooks, a wide receiver, uh, another one that's too deep, too deep into the draft to assume they would uh, have any kind of a, an immediate role. Uh, New York Giants in the third round took Jalen Hyatt, a wide receiver. <clears throat> He's got a shot to, to get on the field um, pretty early on. They just have so many injuries going on in that. Uh, wide receiver room that we're waiting to see work out. Sterling Shepard, as always, is injured. And then uh, Wandale Robinson coming back from the ACL. So uh, not sure how early uh, Robinson will be able to make an impact or even get on the field. Uh, fifth rounder, uh, Eric Gray running back, could challenge for a backup role, challenge Matt Breida there for a backup role. Um, so certainly could be a draftable guy just uh, as a handcuff to uh, Saquon Barkley. Philadelphia uh, m made most of their impact uh, on the defensive side of the ball in this draft. Uh, they only took one offensive player, and that was a sixth-rounder, Tanner McGee, McKee, uh, quarterback. I'm not even sure where he was. Oh, no, he was uh, Stanford. Tanner, Tanner McKee was Stanford quarterback. So, um, you know, just... Somebody for the uh, depth chart there. Washington also did not make a lot of uh, offensive splashes. Uh, sixth rounder was the only offensive player they took was Chris Rodriguez, uh, a running back there. So another guy to add to the running back room. So that uh, wraps up the 2023 NFL draft. Yeah, it feels like uh, it was a month ago. Oh, yeah, because it was about a month ago. But finally got it all caught up. Uh, broke that down. That's good. Uh, now we get into the fifth-year options. Uh, I always like looking back at the fifth-year options because it tells you uh, it tells you a lot about teams 
uh, and their drafting ability, and it also tells you something about uh, positional value. Uh, I was kind of struck by uh, some some guys in here or some positions that were uh, that tended to be more uh, valued than others. The, the fifth-year option, of course, is anyone that's taken in the first first round um, has attached to them uh, a club option, a fifth-year option. So they sign a four-year entry contract, and then uh, the club has a fifth-year option on these guys that they can uh, they can slap on them. And I mean, it, it actually works out pretty good for uh, the player and for the NFL, uh, for the franchise, because uh, it just gives a little bit more control. And for the players, if they've earned it, so to speak, they, you know, get get a pretty decent payday. Uh, there's there's different different salary scale attached to this based on it's mostly based on uh, uh, all all pro appearances. Um, so it just it graduates up. A level each time uh, during their first three years, these guys are uh, make the All-Pro team. So, uh, so we start out with the quarterback position. There were uh, three. No, actually, there were four quarterbacks taken in the first round of this. So this would have been the 2019 2019 draft. Uh, you had Joe Burrow, uh, Tua Tagovailoa. Justin Herbert and and uh, and Love, yeah, Jordan Love. Uh, now Jordan Love signed a one-year extension, so they didn't mess with the fifth-year option. They just signed a you know agreed on some other sort of a one-year one-year extension deal. So so he's he's set. Uh, and then Burrow, Tua, and Herbert, they all got had their fifth year picked up. By their respective clubs, as they are all working on longer-term deals um, to get these guys locked up. We'll see, probably see Burrow and Herbert locked up pretty soon. Tua, they might wait a little bit just to see, work through some of the concussions concerns they had last year um, with Tua in terms of long-term and what they want to commit, uh, what the Dolphins want to commit there see how this year goes before they dive into that but they at least have him locked up so these guys are, are essentially locked up for for two more years two more seasons um, before they would become free agents so it gives the clubs plenty of time and it gives uh, it's a it's a pretty fat payday for for all of these guys based on where they were where they were drafted there was only one running back taken in the first round of the 2019 draft and that was uh, Clyde Edwards Hilaire and he was not. He was not extended, so they did not. The club did not pick up the fifth-year option. There were wide receivers drafted: uh, Jerry Judy, C.D. Lamb, Justin Jefferson, Brandon Ayuk. All, all picked up. The all fifth-year options were picked up on those four guys, and <laughs> the one wide receiver that was not extended was Jalen Rager. Imagine that. And <clears throat> yes. How the Philadelphia Eagles are still kicking themselves as they took Jalen Rager ahead of Justin Jefferson in this draft, and Rager is now a Minnesota Viking, uh, and he was not his option was not picked up by the Vikings. If you look at the offensive linemen, uh, Andrew Thomas, 
Jedrick Willis, Tristan Wirfs, all extended. And Makai Becton was not. Uh, his fifth-year option was not picked up by the Jets. Uh, Austin Jackson was not extended, and Cesar Ruiz also not extended uh, on the offensive line. So half of them were. Out of the six guys taken, six offensive linemen taken in the first round, half were extended and half were not. Defensive end, <clears throat> there were two defensive ends taken in the 2019 draft. Chase Young was taken very early, by the way, and Clavon Kaysan, Chason, I'm not sure how you say that, but uh, neither of the fifth-year extensions were were uh, were picked up for the defensive ends. Defensive tackle, there were two. Uh, two defensive tackles taken in the first round. Uh, Derek Brown was extended, and Javon Kinlaw, uh, San Francisco 49ers, was not was not extended. Now here's the here's an interesting position: linebacker, right? So there were one, two, three, four, four linebackers taken in the first round. Isaiah Simmons not extended. Uh, Kenneth Murray not extended. Jordan Brooks, not extended. And Patrick Queen, not extended. So not a single out of the four linebackers, not one um, was given a fifth-year option. So uh, I'm not sure what that tells us about the linebacker position. And we'll have to maybe do a little research back um, if this is the the normal trend or if this was just a, an outlier of a draft class but yeah interesting no no linebackers extended and then we had uh, defensive backs um, AJ Terrell was extended by the Atlanta Falcons CJ Henderson and Noah Igbenongane I'm not sure how you say this uh, he was he's he plays for the Dolphins Snyder could help me out with this one I'm sure but Henderson and Ig Igbenange uh, not extended um, there. So, and that's it. That's so. That's your fifth-year options uh, for the for the 2019 season. I believe the window is closed on that. It had to be done by a certain time, and the t the teams have made their decisions on those guys. So, um, yeah, that's the, the the tail of the tape when it comes to fifth-year options, and that's the tail of the tape. For this episode, yeah, it's in the books. Uh, we're going to wrap it up for May 18th, episode number 641. Uh, I've covered all that I'm going to cover today, and uh, PGA, Champions, PGA Championship starts today. In fact, they're playing right now at Oak Hills. Uh, it should be a fun one. Uh, always, always good to watch those majors uh, on the weekend. We've got uh, basketball all weekend. We've got hockey all weekend. They're going to rotate these things. It's, we're, it's it's pretty sweet now. we got one game per night, and they're just going to bounce them back and forth. We'll get the Lakers and, and Nuggets tonight. We'll get the uh, Panthers and the Hurricanes tonight, <clears throat> followed by the uh, the Heat and the Celtics tomorrow night and the, the Stars and the Golden Knights tomorrow night uh, to kick it to kick it into the weekend as far as and, and a whole bunch of baseball uh, as as always little little light today uh, went to go set lineups uh, last night and 
pretty sparse. There's a lot of teams taking the day off today, so um, you know, get them in there if you got them, and and keep battling away in those uh, fantasy baseball matchups. We'll uh, at some point we'll have to get in and just go through go through the leagues and see who's where, uh, see if there are any surprises uh, sitting atop. Um, sitting atop the uh, standings in fantasy baseball. But uh, we got a lot, of, a lot of baseball left. We'll, we'll have plenty of time to cover all that. And, um, yeah, and, and always always more football to talk. Uh, a, lot of, a lot of mini camps uh, firing up. Um, just short, short, a lot of them are short, optional, mostly rookie mini camps, getting guys in, getting a look at them. So uh, no, no injuries to uh, report so far which is good uh, we don't want to have any any of those early injuries uh, happening to mess up our seasons before they even start so all right let's get out of here for uh, for the fantasy blink I am the commish it is a Thursday uh, everybody have a great day out there uh, slide right into the weekend and we'll, we'll see you next time uh, I am out of here.